Hi, I'm Sung Ray. I'm something else. Here, Black Girl Soul, a podcast where we discuss the Asian dramas we love from a Black female perspective. We are looking to be entertained, to learn about other cultures, and share our passion for these shows. Welcome. Hello, welcome to Black Girl Soul. My name is Song Ray, and we have. This is something else. We are just so excited to have you guys join us. We wanted to just take this time to tell you a little bit about ourselves and who we are and why we are doing what we're doing. We are black women who happen to love dramas. We love things about them, the nuances, the way the storylines work, just things that are different about the American dramas and American television that we watch. Myself personally, I am what my counterpart something else calls a purist because I only like Korean dramas. However, for herself, I prefer dramas from most Asian countries um, with rare exception. I am a little bit of a snob. Yes, Korean dramas are at the top of the list for me, but I also watch Japanese dramas, Chinese dramas, not so much Taiwanese dramas. Some of you all know why. I don't need to go into it. <laughs> so maybe one of the first things we should talk about is how we came up with the name Black Girl Soul. Well, we battled around a lot of ideas, but we hoped to create a name that was going to be both catchy and it kind of stated who we were. We narrowed it down to Soul Fever, Sister Soul Fever, Soul Drama Fever, Black Girl Soul, and Black Girl Soul Fever. At the end of the day, we went on and we selected Black Girl Soul. I think there were a couple of really corny <laughs> and then also just really apropos ones. For example, I think one of ours was going to be Soul Glow. Yes, yeah, Soul Glow. We thought about Soul Glow because we thought it would be so dope. And I was sure that our logo would be like a Jerry Curl. <laughs> On a black female head <laughs> with so glow in the middle or something. And then we found out that someone had stolen it. Yeah, it was mm. already in use. Right. We were going to steal it and someone stole it first. So I'll just tell you because I'm sure you're wondering, how did black women start watching Asian dramas? Number one, that's racist. I'm joking. <laughs> but but the reason we started watching or the reason I started watching uh, dramas is because I love media in general I love social media I love music I love books I really love my television and of course if you're someone who loves media and you're not racist or you try not to be hello um one of the things I don't do is limit what I watch. I'm going, I'm not just going to watch black television. I'm not just going to um, listen to black, quote unquote, black music. I'm going to look at everything and listen to everything and try and ingest and learn from everything. So I was watching AZN television and this was like back in the 2000s before it disappeared rest in peace. It was a great channel, but it was Asian television. And so one of the first dramas I ever saw was 
my lovely Samsoon. And it got to me right away because I was so Samsoon at the time. And so it's been something like 10 plus years and my love of the dramas is still going. Well, for myself, uh, uh, sorry, (laughs) for myself, something else is who hit me to K-dramas. Um, she came to visit one day and she was like, oh, you have to check this out. And so I believe we even had to watch on the laptop, if I'm not mistaken. She had found some websites that, uh, hosted showing the dramas with subtitles and she showed Attic Cat or Rooftop Room Cat, depending on what you want to call it. And I fell in love with the drama. I mean, like just the storyline, the way they live, the room, just all of it. I just fell in love with it. And we might've watched half of it together, but I binge watched the remainder of it in days. I found a few more that I really liked and I was just so involved for a moment, but then I had life happen and I kind of fell off. However, I picked back up and when I tell you I am now a full-time, you can't pay me to really watch much regular TV, I am all in to the point when I'm on to the new ones that are showing up. When they come up, I'm like, oh, I'm saving that because this is getting ready to come. I'm going on the shoot to try to get more information because I just really want to know Ooh, what's what's new? What's happening? Who's out? What's you know what's playing? When people are getting out of the army, are they starting new dramas? You know, <laughs> so like I'm just all in now to the point where I pretty much am watching about two to three full dramas in a month, and that could be anywhere from sixteen to sometimes fifty six episodes. Okay, see, she's way more hardcore than I am, so let me admit that from the front end. Okay, how how is it that the math the master has become the teacher? I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, the teacher has become the, 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 the student. student. Let yes. me let me let me say that again. How is it that the master has become the student here? But yes, I watch. I can't even tell you how many dramas I watch. I just watch a lot of television in general, or I, I have my regular shows and. Korean dramas, Asian dramas in general just tend to be a part of that. But yes, I remember eons ago when we had to catch our shows on My Suju. This was before Vicky. This was before Drama Fever, RIP Drama Fever. And back then there was almost no community. There was community, but it was like in... Korean or in Japanese. It was very, very segmented. And even Drama Beans, I don't know when Drama Beans started, but everything was pretty much geared towards Asian viewers. And so back then you really didn't see a lot of English. And that's why Drama Beans stands out to me because it was in English and it was coming from a point of view that was inclusive to other cultures watching dramas. And so I think that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, because we want to talk to other people, regardless of race, who love Asian dramas, who love Korean dramas in Sung Ray's case. We, you know, we always have to put that caveat because... (laughs) 
<laughs> she doesn't know anything but Korean dramas. Well, but no, now, now, I have given other dramas a try. I have watched some Chinese dramas. I have watched some Taiwanese Ooh. dramas. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever watched a Japanese drama, but I've never just got the same connection. It didn't connect to me. It wasn't that they were bad. I just didn't feel that same, whoo, like... Honestly, if we were talking how people crack me up talking about their spirit animals, my spirit people are the Koreans. I just feel connected. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you want to go to Korea? Oh, no. We can yes. have a whole separate show about how Sung Rae, we have encouraged her to go to South Korea, but because of various... Uh, responsibilities that she has here. She is not jumping on a plane and running off to <laughs> South Korea to meet her people. Ma'am. Ma'am. But we'll believe by have joined some communities online um, that are there and I get to live vicariously through them. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, I mean, of course we both know that Koreans are not like the people in the dramas exactly. we of course get that but when you see their restaurants when you see their homes when you see their streets when you see i mean at least for the dramas that are are trying to be more realistic right you want to go to those places you don't want to just see them on a television screen you want to walk down the streets and experience a different culture so pretty much that's why i think we're doing the podcast how about you some ray and i'm i'm totally agreeing i think that's the reason why we're doing it just to share our love and enjoyment for these dramas as well as it's a way for us to connect in another way with other cultures because one of the things we've always discussed as drama watchers is the difference between the dramas and american television and how there are some things that are allowable things that happen so like I have not started it yet, and I know it's an old one, but there's one called, is it TV Land? TV? TV something. It's a TV drama that is a incorporation of an American mindset as well as the Koreans. And it might be Drama Land, but in which case- Oh, it's Drama Land. Drama, it's drama Land. Because okay. it's, on, it's on Netflix, right? It's on Vicky too. Oh, yeah. No, it moved to Vicky. I think it started on Netflix- I want to say it started on Netflix or maybe it started on Vicky and it moved to Netflix one way or the other, but go on. Sorry. No, you're fine. But cause that's something else I would like for us to kind of get into is where we find our dramas, but any which way, um, this show, like when I saw it, I was like, Oh my gosh, I have so got to watch this. So I put it in my drama world, drama world. Oh, (laughs) it's a Vicky original. So it moved to Netflix. Okay. 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 But in which case I, um, put it in my following and something I want to take a look at is because just to see how the cultures merge the things that we do differently here, because you'll see innuendos that are made about, um, you know, what is this? You think you're an American now? Cause you say this or that, and you know, it's all of those things that she has expressed several times. So I'm expressed several times that you mean something, I'm else? something else. I'm so right. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, by the way, please know these are not our real names. And it's only because one of us is in witness protection and the other one has had a past. 
<laughs> that we are hiding identities to protect the guilty and the innocent. Hello. But go on, Sung Ray. <laughs> but as something else has shared, we already realize and we know watching the dramas is not a representation of who the people are. The same that I'm sure many Koreans have learned watching TV from America, American television doesn't represent who we are. So that's part of why getting to know communities, getting to know people, going to actually visit is highly important so that you don't just base everything that you see on, oh, they always eating a lot. Oh, they always doing this a lot. No, that's not necessarily true. These are dramas. So that's, again, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast to just talk about those kinds of things and the uh, innuendos that we see that we've picked up on that are drama specific. And so even the Koreans make fun of them in the drama sometimes where they'll say, what are you shooting a drama now? Because of the way a person might be responding or reacting to a stimuli or situation. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that South Koreans especially are aware that they are exporting their entertainment because I thought I read or heard somewhere that they decided to pour money into the entertainment business. Like the government decided to pour money into it because they wanted to like make that a real export. Mm. And you can see now in the way that Korean dramas in particular, but other Asian dramas also will like reach out to America. They will film in America. They will right. film in Paris, in France. They will film. Spain, yes. Right. They will film in other places because they want to be seen as international people. Maybe Americans could take a leaf out of their book, <clears throat> but that's a different discussion, um, a different political discussion. But Americans could do with reaching out more than I think that we do because clearly other cultures are learning about us and becoming less ignorant. And that is always a good thing. Yes. So they are, we frequently see in these dramas and we happen to know it in reality because we follow people on YouTube who teach English as a second language. Americans in particular are going overseas to teach English because those cultures, those people want to be able to communicate. They understand that having uh, an awareness of language, having a knowledge of other cultures helps them, helps them with their business, helps them on every level. Um, to become a more global people. Right. And I think everyone is getting the memo and not necessarily Americans. Yeah, because I'm going to need us to go on ahead and step it up a little bit. Right. And, and not to say that I have not really, 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 really considered getting um, Rosetta Stone for Korean. The only reason I did not do so is because I heard that it's it doesn't teach Korean well. Like I heard that there are other programs that are actually better for teaching Korean than Rosetta Stone. So mm, I'll find out because I'm pathetic right now. Like how is it that I know all of five words in Korean and I've been watching for 10 years? That speaks to me being slow. Anyway, go go on, Sung Ray. And for myself, like one of I'm laughing as she's talking about Rosetta Stone because I picked up Duolingo, and on Duolingo, I do follow. I am going through a course for Korean, so it's kind of helped in a little way. But for the most part, I've become 
able to understand certain things even if I don't see the subtitle. Oh, okay, they're talking about the grandmother. Okay, they're, oh, somebody has done something wrong. Like I can pick up a few little nuances by listening, but me repeating it and saying it, yeah, not yet, not yet. Right, <laughs> and, and mind you, more than likely, this is all skewed by the types of dramas that we watch. Like, you know, maybe I would know more slang because, exactly. because I watch, um, I do enjoy the high school dramas. Okay. Um, I tend to veer towards the romantic comedies, of course, the high school dramas. I don't really like the action-y TV shows. Um, yeah, I like the, and I, anything that is, it's like I go both ways or, or both extremes. I will like the goofiness of a rom-com, but then I liked search WWW because it was so like focused on current, um, serious topics. How about you, Sung Ray? And I agree. I am a mainly rom-com watcher, but I do, and I'm not too big on the the comedy aspect. So like, I do like comedy. I'm, I love to laugh. That's my thing. However, for some of them, it can become a little slapstick and that's not really what I like. So I will lean a little towards having some suspense involved. I will lean towards having some action where you got drum or fighting and, uh, shooting and the, those types of things. What I don't do are the thrillers. I don't really like the thrillers at all. So when it has that thriller aspect, it'll kind of make me veer away somewhat so like there's one that I started watching that I was kind of really into and the storyline was working for me but then they kept coming to this this killing scene and I was like I don't know about this because y'all just keep pulling on this and then you got somebody following her so yeah I wasn't sure and that one is I want to hear her hear your song but I think I'm gonna go back because at the end of the day I gotta figure out what the heck happened between these two so you know (laughs) and I think I think the one genre we definitely have in common is I like a family drama and I believe you, yes, you yes, like yes, yes. it also. And it's just maybe because there's so many multi-layered there. Yes. They're multi-layered. So many characters to choose from. Now, the thing that we don't have in common definitely is some Ray will watch a, a drama with a hundred episodes. Like <laughs> not, literally. I ain't doing that. Okay. I'm, I'm not doing a hundred episodes. Now you, you might get 24, 25 out of me. Maybe I'll do a little bit more if I'm in love with the drama. And it tends to be a family drama that does that. So like five enough, she watched that. Right, right, right. That was my, that was my jam. So, but I would say, speaking of the various dramas we watch, my top three dramas are Always and Forever, My Lovely Sam Soon. I ride and I die for My Lovely Sam Soon. Like, I watch bits and pieces of it every year, every other year or so. First Shop Coffee Prince, if I'm saying it correctly. I mean, I always call it Coffee Prince. So um, I love, 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 love that one. And my third favorite is Pasta. I'm going to say this now because I may never say it again, but there is some straight up BDSM type stuff going on in Pasta. If you know what I'm talking about... (laughs) comment below Ah. we may never have another discussion about pasta other than me mentioning it here but i kid you not like dude's voice is fire Mm. 
And at one point, he straight up has the female lead on her knees, like in a submissive position. But that stuff struck me. I was like, what is going on in this drama? <laughs> anyway, those are my top three. My lovely Samsung, First Shop, Coffee Prince, and Pasta. How about yours, Sunray? I think for me, um, my top one would have to be, I am in love with, I have two that I just truly love, but one would be Ji Chan Wook. And so I really loved K2. I like K2. Um, another one would be, I happen to love me some, uh, oh man, how did his name slip my mind that fast? But he is... Boys Over Flowers. Uh, Curly hair boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Boys Over Flowers. I watch, and that's what I'm saying. How could I not Jeez. know him? This is one of my faves, and I'm Minho, Lee Minho. Okay, Lee okay, Minho. okay. Yes. Because it's like when you when you say his name, I know exactly who you're talking about yes. because he's that well known. Right. And you know what? It's like he replaced Rain. Remember when he, he was known as Vi for a while and also as Rain? He was like the hot guy for the 2000s and then all of yeah, a sudden Lee Min Ho showed up and took his crown him and that sad curly hair that permed what no that was a pressing curl wasn't it <laughs> that was it did look like a pressing curl girl yes I was like dude that's not naturally curly hair like what nah. are you doing and I understand that you know it was supposed to be for match, the time and yeah be for the time but also maybe match the comic match the anime right because oh, in the anime see i've never seen the anime right so it's like sometimes they're trying to match the look okay of the anime okay. and i was just like but no no yes dude, it was no. hilarious his hair was hilarious but i loved him in that one and that's what made me a fan of his and i like went and found everything he's ever made everything of uh g chan wook has ever made but my final would have to be and it took me a moment to get here because it's so new but I just think it involved and it, it it just had everything I ever wanted in a drama would be search WWW. Mm. I love the OST. I love the actors. I love the storyline. I love the cinema photography. I loved almost everything about it. I would have gone for a different ending, but I love that they even left you in suspense because you don't know how it officially ended. You don't know that they get together. So that one, that's right. one of those. Yeah, that was a good drama. That right. was a real right. good drama. And and actually, Sun Ray was the one who hit me to it because when she first mentioned it, it seemed really harsh. Like I was unprepared for that level of quote unquote realism. But I like two episodes in, I was like in love with it because I always like strong female characters like i understand if she has to start off a little bit weak because throughout the series she's going to build her strength up or whatever i don't like a weak female lead and i hate a male lead who's wishy-washy so one of the things we have to acknowledge then is that our viewing habits are a reflection of who we are what we bring to the table what we're looking for right Speaking of how viewing things, habits, viewing habits, I it, would love to go ahead and just segue in and talk about ways that I watch dramas. Right. Right. So one of the things that I 
as a secondary watcher, I learned through someone else. When I first came in, I believe whatever way something else showed me was the way that I just kept following. But then as I kept going in and I'm like, well, shucks, I can't get this one with the the (laughs) subtitles. I can't get that one with the subtitles. I started digging. And in my digging, I was able to find things. And so like, even though she was share with me still like, oh girl, I'm watching on. What's the one that just closed on us recently? Drama fever. Drama fever. I'm watching on drama fever. Okay, I'll pull that up and I'll look here. Or I'll pull something else up and I'll look there. But I know that for a while, my biggest one was, I think it was my Suju. My Suju? Right. Was the one that I did the most watching on. And then I eventually fell over here in the land of Vicky. I don't even know how I got to Vicky, but I got over here to Vicky. She shared with me that Netflix was now, because like I think we both had kind of seen it but she realized that they had a for real population of them and share your story about you and netflix right so let me say that as i said before i started with atn television and then a number of independent websites that and blogs that would have some drama so sometimes it was so like sketchy that you'd watch some episodes on one blog then you'd have to bump to another blog and then you started having like a list of blogs you would go through when you were watching a show and it was very unstable it was so hard people it was so hard to watch your drama back in the 2000s but it got better number one we got vicky and one of the greatest things about vicky and why I hope that they do not ever go the way of drama fever, why I hope prosperity and greatness onto them forever is that they give use, I mean, viewer comments, user comments. They give viewer Live, comments. Yeah, that run alongside of the right. show. Right. I mean, they came up with a great <laughs> model in that instead of waiting for the owner of the television series to produce or include English subtitles, what they did they instead. Yeah, they use, thank you. Thank you so much. Because the suburbs are independent and I love right, them. Right. Plus they keep in mind, and I hate to cut you off right, right. here, but like today is a prime example. I'm watching um, Graceful Family. And as I'm watching, they broke down an innuendo that was made. And right. so you wouldn't have known what that was unless you were Korean and you live in that culture, but they broke it down to such detail that is, as I was watching, I was on my phone. One of the people was like, see, this is why I love the Vicky suburbs. Cause they remember the people who don't live there and don't understand right. all of these details. That's important. And see, that's the thing. Vicky builds community. It builds community in the suburbs. It builds community because they have the comments real time. They build community because you're not just seeing English subtitles. You're seeing Spanish subtitles. You're seeing subtitles from all over the world because they recognize that it's not just English speakers who are watching these. There are people from all walks of life all around the world who are watching these dramas. So Vicky, I'm ride or die for Vicky. So my Netflix story, back in the day, Netflix didn't really respect the Asian TV viewer. And because I was a straight up crackhead, if you will, or actually a K-drama addict, that's the actual phrase, I wrote to Netflix and I was like, you need to get up on your game because how are you going to say that you have all these television shows and you're representing and you're trying to be the new HBO and the new cable, whatever, and you don't even have like Asian dramas. 
mind you, I must have been going through a drought. I must have been fiending. <laughs> it must have been real. I mean, I think it got so real for me. There was a Asian media Netflix version. I think it was called like Tiger Cinema or something like that. You did tell me and, about Tiger. And it's like you would, you know, you pay something like 20 bucks a month and you would get like the whole series. And, you know, of course, those were the early years. So they didn't have the term binge watching. But before I started binge watching with American television, I was doing it with Asian television. And so Netflix must have heard my cries. They must have realized that there's somebody out there called something else. And, and we need to pay attention to what she's saying to us. And that's why you have the Korean and the (laughs) Asian television, I mean, television that you see now it's because of me. So you're welcome. Oh, she's snapping. She's doing yes, some straight something up, else. Yes, she's, yes. She's straight doing the old school poetry snap. Okay. <laughs> but I was also sharing with her as well. Um, now I have come to find Kokiwa. So Kokiwa mm. is a download. Now Kokiwa, if you watch Vicky, a lot of the shows come through them. So like, I can't tell you because I'm not a television person like that. That's her bag. Um, I'm assuming they're a production company. Well, they, I think they're a network. Okay, there we go. So their network, well, they also have their own app. So I don't know how I found it, what I was doing, because again, I'm what we call a clicker. I click on crap all the time just to see, oh, where's that going to take me? Oh, what's this going to do? Um, praise all that is good. I have not wound up ever getting any viruses or anything with my clicking self, but I found Cocoa and I went in and I realized, oh my God, sometimes when you come to Cocoa, they have the... Uh, subs already done prior to you on Vicky. So like I was watching, I told you it was come hear me. I think it was something to the effect, whatever that show was called. No, I didn't tell you guys about the name. I just told you guys what the show title, what the, what it was doing. So I was sharing with you guys about the show I was watching where it has a little bit of thrill in it because the killing that occurred. And I, I just really want to know now what happened with the couple. It's called, I want to hear you sent your song. Well, I started watching it on Vicky, but Vicky, because again, they have subbers who are community based and it is not a paid gig. They are doing it just for the love of, I want to share, you know, this stuff with the world. They do that when they can. And so sometimes it doesn't happen as fast as you would like. But over on Kokowa, when the show uploads, it's already got the subs. So I was like, whoop, whoop. I downloaded that and I've been using that as well. So I go back and forth. Because again, I like the concept of Vicky and I like what they do with it. So I will stick with them and I'm not trying to throw them under the bus by any means. They get all claps and praise from me. I love them. So to end this first episode... I guess I can ask the question since this is where we're ending. What and where do you find your dramas? What sites, what apps do you go to to watch your Asian dramas? What are your favorite dramas? Any suggestions? Because I'm always looking for new new sources. I mean, I told you I came from a place of scarcity, right? So even though Vicky has been like 188% stable for me, I'm always looking for some extra websites to have in my back pocket or apps. I have never really done a drama app, right? Like I've done the Vicky drama app, but I've never found like a source that is just an app. So if you happen to know, please, please let safe us Safe and know. secure. Safe and secure, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't send me anything with viruses. 
Don't send me anything that's just in them streets. You better send me something that's clean. Hello. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> right. Thank you. Because you know what? You may never have gotten a virus, but I, I am pretty sure I have in the course of the hustle that was me being addicted. I think that at some point I got a virus because I was like on those sites trying to do the most. Um, please look out for our next episode because we will introduce the first drama that we're going to watch. We need to leave you on pins and needles so that you come back, come back, join us. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes, oh. thank you. We really appreciate you all joining us. Right. And for, please forgive us because we've never done a podcast before. No. And so we're learning as we go, but we love our drama so much that we finally buckled down and decided to have a podcast. So this is Something Else and Song Ray. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Soul. We have enjoyed having you. Please subscribe, like, and follow our Facebook page, YouTube channel, Twitter page, Instagram page, and join our Facebook group. You can also find us on Patreon. Please look below for links. See you guys next time.